What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fire Talk here with the It's Lit Reviews team. I'm Jake, joined by Adam, Cole, and Matt. And today we are having a special edition episode talking all things DC. I feel like Cole's shaking his head at me because he's like, we've done this before. This isn't really a special episode. But no, we haven't done it. regular Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't really done it in this fashion because... You know, DC hasn't actually released any relevant news in a long time, but now they finally gave us a whole bunch of stuff all at once. There's a lot of things to unpack here. We may not have time for all of that, but we will have time for some of it. So before we get started, did you guys all check out some of the news, some of the trailers that happened from the DC event? I mean, the biggest one, obviously, uh, no bias here on my side, is the Batman trailer uh, with Robert Pattinson. But I just want to get a gauge for the audience here, for the room here. Did we, we at least check out the trailers? We've seen most of it. Yeah, I uh, thought that trailer looked very dark. And I've I liked watched it. that trailer at least a dozen times. I'm on number. Yeah, I'm on like eight or nine times too. <laughs> is it is it me or does it seem like Batman actually kills somebody? Oh, it's straight. That dude is straight up dead. Like they're he's probably gonna so pull. Dead. They're probably gonna pull the whole Batman doesn't kill thing still, but he's dead. Like, I, I <laughs> am vengeance. Which I think he did a good job of like mixing in the the Christian Bale Batman voice without going too over the top. Like I thought it was a good balance. But the thing that surprised me most in the trailer, and I didn't even realize this at the mo- at the time. Colin Farrell as the penguin looks yeah. absolutely completely unlike Colin Farrell. Like you could I you could have paid me money to say like that's Colin Farrell. I'd be like, no, it's not. Like until I read it in the actual like credits for him, I was like, what? Like no, they they no. got the the makeup and hairstyling Oscar in the bag. <laughs> yeah, that's it's some good stuff. And then I like I've seen a lot of comments on on the internet, of course, because people love to bitch and complain about things. And like people were talking about how, oh, Robert Pattinson, he's got like all this eyeshadow on. It's like, you realize like he has to like paint the area around his yeah. eyes to make it dark. Like it just because you didn't see Christian Bale do it in the movies doesn't mean it didn't happen. Like, no, I actually, I actually really appreciated that little detail as like a nod to how realistic they're going. Like, yeah, they're going yeah. hyper realistic. And to all the people who said that Robert Pattinson wouldn't be able to like pull off like the beat down. Like we said, that guy's totally dead. Like, yeah, not that might not be Robert Pattinson. I'm I mean, saying, you know, Cole, like, give the man credit. It could be. No, Robert Pattinson is a method actor. He legit killed the dude on that. <laughs> <laughs> At the very minimum, he broke his arm and gave him multiple uh, skull fractures. Um, but I thought that was. I think the the thing I like most about the trailer for the Batman is how much they're setting up which gives me a little bit of pause too of how much they might be trying to pack in here because we see the penguin we know the riddler's a huge part of this and we also see uh joker henchmen and so it's very i'm very interested are they really going to have all three of these people or all three of these villains for batman playing a significant role or is it really just a a touch on to the to the point um, of like we're doing some fan service too. yeah catwoman's there yep catwoman is there too like there's a lot of characters in this that are being alluded to characters in this and i'm just i am a little concerned dc does have a uh, a track record of trying to do too much too quickly suicide Squad, <laughs> justice league batman versus superman down to justice yeah we can go we can go back and back here guys like <laughs> we don't have to <laughs> Man of Steel, they didn't even try to do too much too quickly. They just 
fucked up Superman. <laughs> and we're we're uh, not going to get back down that road. Um, yeah, I was going to say something. No, I forget. What, oh, and how, okay. They, they do look like there's a lot going on here for sure. But how terrifying does the Riddler look? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, like the Riddler has never been a scary villain to me, but he is terrifying. If you'd watched the animated movie Hush, like I told you to, you would disagree with that statement. But whatever. Well, clearly I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, but no, the, you're right. The Riddler's always been kind of like the uh, the joke of the of the Batman universe, really. And Connected. it might be because yeah. we just compare him to Jim Carrey. That's true. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's our. I mean, he is the major touchstone, at least from a film perspective, for the Joker. Yeah. Even in the like a lot of like the, um... like well, I mean, if you look at like the animated series, like he I was, was gonna never... say, like the animated series, and even that a lot of the animated movies up to like the hush point, like he he's definitely like a laughing stock villain. Like he is he's the person who he's clever, he's funny, he's never a serious threat though, because Batman's always been smarter than him, and he's. Whereas like, here, weirdo. As here, he's like this legit serial killer playing cat and mouse with Batman. Like, yes, it should be very interesting. And somebody, are, although I don't know why they thought they needed to solve the code to break this riddle, because it was like, what happens to a liar when he dies? Uh, that's the that is the riddle on the inside of the card that Batman gets. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very obvious riddle of he lies still because he's dead so yeah but somebody felt the need to go on and like they were like oh i broke this i broke the code i was able to decipher what the answer is because it's at the bottom of the card which is just also weird for the riddler to do but anyway i was i was this this dude is talking himself up on the internet and i was like i think you just did way too much work to solve a very simple riddle but okay (laughs) so all in agreement the batman looks great uh the other the other dc uh, related news in relation to Batman, uh, we have we saw the first real footage from the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, uh, oh. and in addition to that, conf- confirmation of Henry Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck coming back for the Flash movie. Uh, so that extended universe not dead yet? Question mark. Um, I mean, arguably should be, but we'll we'll, we'll let that be. They're um, just trying to get to the multiverse thing before yep. uh, Marvel can. Yep. <laughs> Their version of it, which they'll probably rush to and ruin. Yep. <laughs> They're doing the Windows thing, and Marvel's doing the Apple thing. You know what I mean? I uh, think it might be backwards, actually. I mean, this sure looks like a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else to say at this point. Like okay i do have something to say actually <laughs> i knew he would that's why we were just waiting it's, so they announced that this is going to be uh cut into a four-part miniseries oh, instead Jesus. of a four-hour long movie which like do they not understand that a miniseries is constructed differently than just a movie cut into four parts four pieces yeah. <laughs> yes like, it should be anyway like, this is just a baffling decision to me like it's just gonna be like an hour of exposition and then part one is done like, I, <laughs> I don't what who who is making this choice like what is even happening yeah it's it's kind of like the uh your good miniseries in the first one that comes to mind because of, of one of the other recent episodes we've done with the the, the tv shows 
Sherlock. Sherlock was a BBC miniseries and it was fantastic. Hour and a half long episodes or hour and 15 minute long episodes that each, they stood alone and then had ties into what the next episode was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like that's how a miniseries is supposed to be to, to that yeah. point and not just like a cutoff point. There, yeah, there needs to be an arc to it. Like you can't just stop in the middle of something and be like, tune into the next episode. Like that's not how this works. <laughs> no. It's, I think that's probably the worst decision they've made with this. And I know like that it was a pretty bad decision to do it in the first place. Like it's rough, but I do like that. The, I think, I think I like that they're at least realizing now that they should stick to their plan. Um, I mean, both all of the money, uh, all the movies we talked about suicide squad, not necessarily. I don't remember um, Batman versus Superman justice league both made a ton of money still even if they weren't quite critically well-received. And they have a, a sizable enough fan base that the Flash movie will still make plenty of money for WB, um, which I think at this point is probably what they're really after instead of trying to... They know their connected multiverse thing isn't going super well. Um, and so they're just... I think they're just trying to stick to it and make, make money to see. And see where Robert Pattinson's The Batman actually goes to see if they can't do a soft reboot after that. Just it re- re- reboot trying a lot to make stuff, Justice man. League happen. It's not going to happen. Hey, I love the Justice League, <laughs> mainly the cartoons. But yeah, but the the ship has sailed on the movie version. Yeah, like yeah, like I mean, I don't know. We're on, Aven- we're on Avengers re- Five now. Like yeah. you, you're way <laughs> you. This ship is in China now. Like it's made, <laughs> it's made port. It's not even sailing. Like, hey, to stick to Cole's analogy, I thought it hit an iceberg and sank. Sorry. <laughs> if Steve Jobs had given up when Microsoft was out selling Apple by like ten x to one, they wouldn't be the biggest company in the world right, or the second biggest company in the world right now. So there, you know, there's still that. They're they're taking DC's taking the Apple method. They're going to build so, a bunch of shitty products to start. And then they're going to finally figure out what the consumers want eventually. So DC's trying to create the iPod? Is that what you're saying? They're, try- they're trying to. <laughs> they're still working on the Zune, though. So <laughs> No, the Zune was, was Marvel's Thor, Thor 1, where they dyed uh, Chris Hemsworth eyebrows blonde. Oh, boy. <laughs> Choices were made. Choice- <laughs> Choices were made, indeed. Choices were made, yeah. On the flip side, those choices were to make Chris Hemsworth less attractive. I don't know who would ever make that. (laughs) Uh, I think Kevin Feige actually admitted that was one of his calls, and he admits it was like the worst decision he's made in in the Marvel universe. That's probably true, honestly. (laughs) I mean, the man's made all brilliant strokes since then. So, Uh, on the plus side, DC does have some good stuff out there too. Like we have Aquaman. Aquaman was a good movie, but Wonder Woman is really carrying the weight of that. DC universe right now. Forget about Shazam. Uh, Shazam's carrying some weight. Shazam got yeah, very Shazam. overlooked for some reason. I, I well, agree. Shazam is an underrated movie. Shazam hasn't been tied in at all to the DCEU really. No, it hasn't. You're right. No. Not well, not unless you count the like after credit scene of well, no, Shazam. They, they did have a minor talk about uh the uh, the main character and the kid with the crutches i can't remember his name character name but they talk about um that's a bullet from superman that's a real bullet that shot at superman and that was early in the movie mm. oh yeah but i mean they couldn't even get the actual actors for actor for superman to come in nope they well, because they didn't know what henry cavill was even doing <laughs> henry cavill didn't even know what he was doing he was waiting for the paycheck to clear 
Um, he was but, moving on to bigger and better things with The Witcher. <laughs> yes, and that is a fantastic series. But anyway, that's not DC, Matt. We're focused here. Come on. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84, new trailer. Uh, I think it looks pretty good, to be honest. I am really interested in how they're going to tell the story of Chris Pine not being dead. Because, um, yep. you know, he blew up in a plane. Yep. But, spoiler alert for anybody who hadn't seen the first Wonder Woman, but it's been out for like 10 years I mean, now. If you've never read a comic book, people coming back from the from the dead is not unusual. Yes. Yeah, no, no. But <laughs> it just doesn't happen. It just it doesn't happen very much in the movie versions of these. That's comics. true. Uh, and I so, mean, it just happened on a major scale recently. Saying, but. are you talking about CGI Cavill's mustache? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, no. you're talking about the snap. <laughs> the that unsnap. doesn't that doesn't count. <laughs> Brought a bunch of people back from the dead. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> but we all knew that was going to happen too. Like this one was kind of yeah, unforeseen. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm very interested to see how they explain that away. But Cole, as we were talking about it I before, mean, I think you made you made a great point about what this movie is really going to hinge on. Kristen Wiig. Yeah. All I can think of is bridesmaids. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't she, know that I've ever. She's ever done really any sort of non-comedic role before. Yeah. yeah, and she does a very serious person, like very. So Wonder Woman in the comics is like one of the most serious people like ever, and Gal Gadot does a pretty good job. She has some levity to her, but she's a pretty good job of a, of a serious character, and like all of her villains are super serious characters also, and. I was actually pretty impressed at the design for the character of, of Cheetah, like, and how she actually looked in Cheetah form. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very interested to see what Christine Wade can do in that type of acting environment. I mean, she's got to be a little unstable. Um, and so hopefully she doesn't lean too comedic unstable and it's more of like scary unstable. Cause that's what she's going to need to be able to pull off here. I think to make this movie work. I mean, I think in, I think generally speaking, uh, Comedic actors have a much easier task transitioning to drama than dram- dramatic actors do transitioning to comedy. Yeah. I think learning the, the comedic skills are a lot, is a lot harder than learning drama. Um, That's true. There's a lot more timing and stuff like that involved with comedy than there is yeah. with dramatic acting. You look at Jim Carrey and he's done some amazing dr- dramatic roles. In his... Yeah, I mean, there are, there are an easy half dozen like comedic actors that you can name who have made excellent dramatic transitions robin williams uh like you just said jim carrey uh but there are i don't think very many who have done the opposite um who have done the serious dramatic stuff and then moved into comedy uh, and done it really well do you count thor one as a comedy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, or as, no. a, as a very sorry not as a comedy as a very serious piece because i mean thor definitely becomes more comedic after that i think that's a different thing like thor even thor ragnarok is not a comedy like it's very uh, funny but it's not a comedy like the it's different does that mean, do you get what i'm saying yeah i get what you're saying i like it's an I, action I know comedy but action first yeah like there's yeah. there's just a different structure and rhythm to like a, a straight up comedy than there is to something like Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The thing I was surprised about the most, I think, though, is that they didn't announce anything with Aquaman or with Shazam at the event here. Um, instead, we got a, a sequel to a movie that 
I don't really know if people were I think I know there's people asking for the sequel to it, but I don't know if it really deserved one. And that was Suicide Squad. Um, I mean, it's it's also not really a sequel and not really a reboot. <laughs> like, no, yeah, I thought like it was a reboot. I didn't know it was a sequel. <laughs> but they're keeping a bunch of the same actors. Yeah, they're, they're being oh. real weird about what they want to call it. And like, yeah. for real, it just I mean, they've got Edgar Wright. So, you know, that's promising. Got James Gunn. That must say they have James Gunn too. So they, I mean, they have the right direction. Uh, Will Smith was a fine Deadshot. Margot Robbie, I think, is a great Harley Quinn, and she's back. She's uh, in yep. It. Viola Davis is a fantastic Amanda Waller. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I, I think the real question is just like what that script is going to actually be like because the first one was a hot mess. Um, and that's all I have to say on that. Like, I, I think it's a, it was an entertain. Like, I was entertained because I like I, I just love all the the comic book stuff. But at the same time, like you can't you couldn't point to that and be like, oh yeah, this story makes a bunch of logical sense. Yeah, this is like I'm following. Like, I, I get where this is going. It's just like, what the hell happened at every turn is essentially what you got from Suicide Squad. So, are you sure this is a, uh, the next movie, I mean, the original Suicide Squad, this one's called The Suicide Squad. Is it, are we, come on, it's just a reboot, and they're trying to pass it off as the second the follow-up. Yeah, no, they're, they're trying to, have, they're to, be to have their cake and eat it, too, and yeah. appeal to both the people who hated the, orig- the first one and people who liked the first one. Like, that's what they're doing. Yes, I think it's got to be a sequel. You can't have a reboot with the same characters. It's way too confusing. It's got to be a sequel. Well, I mean, DC has not been opposed to confusing yet, so. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Big facts. Yeah, Pete Davidson's in that movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. Looking at the cast. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of, like, interesting characters in there, too. They got King Shark that's going to be in there, too, which is uh, a a very a niche niche villain. Like, they got some... Ooh, Peter Capaldi's in there, bringing up that uh, Doctor Who reference. What up? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, there's all sorts of uh, uncertainty. Like, it's very similar to the first one. Like, There's a lot of uncertainty I have around that film. As confident as I am, or as excited as, as I am about the Batman following the trailer, I am that much more concerned about the next Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> like, Margot Robbie's yeah. attractiveness and acting ability can only k- take this movie so far. <laughs> <laughs> well and this will now be assuming this is an actual reboot and they're not going to make it a sequel this is going to be the third unconnected movie that she plays Harley Quinn in <laughs> like, yep <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well was no the first Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman were connected I'm talking about Birds of Prey yep oh Birds of Prey. yeah that one's which you connected. already forgot about <laughs> I mean I didn't it's just yeah it wasn't I actually didn't mind that movie. I didn't think I thought the first I actually thought Suicide Squad was better though than Birds of Prey. Oh, absolutely not. Um with the exception of maybe Ewan McGregor. You guys have like no. a hard on for Ewan McGregor. He's okay. I do I love Ewan oh. McGregor. What? No. He has his moments, but he's not like He is fantastic. You <sighs> shut up right now. <laughs> <sighs> Whatever. sorry (laughs) the one thing that i think did come out of this that everybody is in pretty much agreement on and it's i mean it's been pretty consistent for the last three games i want to say that they put out around this uh 
and that's DC announcing their their latest video game with Arkham uh, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights yeah. Related the, to the Arkham series, sure it is. It's they're trying to play off the Arkham series as much as they can to get people to buy this game, and it's because it's basically the same thing but with different characters. <laughs> well, but plot-wise, they it's unconnected to the Arkham series. Yes, yeah. There is no there is no continuation of plot here. I mean, we'll see actually about that too. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. I mean, because if you remember, it. yeah. But if you remember, how did Arkham Knight end? That's right. He blew up the Batcave. He he pretends to be dead. How does this game start out? Oh, he blew up the Batcave. He's dead. Okay, mm. but why would they be... I don't know why they would try to make it look unconnected when it's actually connect. Like, being connected to the Arkham series would make it more likely to sell. Like, that would be a really dumb decision. And again, when yeah. has DC ever let a dumb decision stop them? <laughs> okay, but with the video with the video games, they've been pretty strong so far. They have. And I think and the gameplay still looks fantastic. I'm really excited about all the different characters. You get the extended Bat family in this in this game instead of just Batman. Um so I do think that's really a, a cool part of this. I'm interested to see where the story goes because I don't know how you guys are with the comic book knowledge and the Court of Owls and all that good stuff. I don't nope. know, but they're creepy. Uh, so the, the court of owls is if you think about it like the illuminati of the like every conspiracy theory they're okay. the ultra rich and powerful people that have all these jobs everywhere that control everything from the shadows essentially oh and they wouldn't let them call it the illuminati because the illuminati got mad about that probably mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it's the court of owls uh, there's a um, a DC animated movie about it shocker and it's fantastic it's actually called it's Batman. Okay. It's fantastic because all of DC's <laughs> animated stuff is fantastic. Not all of it. Not all, all of right, it. not all of it. You're right. Most of it. Um, all of it's better than most of their live action. <laughs> uh, but it's Batman versus Robin. And so it's, it's, a, it's a really good one with Batman following um, or taking on his son. The whole long story there. Like I can't get into it without trying to take you guys back through like five years of DC cinema cinemology with the uh animated series there but nerd I would I would say though like after I watched it I was really hoping I'm really hoping it's an open world game kind of like so you can go I mean, th- walk through Gotham and I imagine it's going to be very similar in structure to the Arkham games okay. yes it looks like it's going to be mostly open world with like the uh the loading of certain buildings and things like that is the only thing I can imagine um but I mean, most that's what Arkham, all of the Arkham games did really well is they continued to make that bigger and bigger open world because people, you're right, people love doing that. Um, I think it will be interesting to see what kind of tools and, and tricks and stuff like that the Bat family has considering, according to the trailer, Bruce has apparently destroyed all of the Bat tech and all that other stuff. And who knows what they're actually left with. They're not with nothing but their wits and their will or something like that is what they're being left with. So, and it's, three billion dollar trust fund yes. and i'm also, <laughs> forget about that I'm, trust fund i'm also 99.9 percent sure he's not actually dead oh he's definitely not dead no he's infiltrating the court of owls is what he's doing but yeah we'll no, have we'll, to see we'll have we'll to get see. there when we get there but, you don't make a batman game without batman no you don't yes. <laughs> no it, it's that'd be foolish is, i mean it, it's going to be just as surprising as when Superman came back in Justice League. Like, 
Oh, Everybody what? Knew. Superman's alive? What Who do you knew? Mean? <laughs> yeah, but in the Snyder Cut, we're going to get the black suit Superman. So yeah, Whatever. Nobody cares about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I mean, enough people care about it to actually get HBO to buy it and want to do it. So. And spend poor millions of dollars into it for some <laughs> yep. unknown That's reason. Right. That is right. Fanboy outcry. That's why there. That's why I meant. The only director's cut that I've seen that I that I can remember that I enjoyed was Apocalypse Now Redux. Because that was pretty epic. It was an epic movie in itself, but the Blade Runner director's cut is really. Oh yeah, good. that's pretty good too. You're right. Honestly, I care. I like a lot of like the director's cuts. I like if it's a good movie. That's the key, though. It has to be a good movie first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and then your nope. director's cut usually makes it better like or it makes you like oh cool like that adds that adds some cool pieces to the story and then you're like i didn't need it but it was cool to have but when it's a bad movie you're just like why what am i getting i mean there's like a one no i wouldn't even say that that's too high a 0.01 percent chance that the remake of the or the uh, director's cut of this from snyder's vision makes this a better movie than what we got in almost all reality, it's going to be the same level of quality. Maybe they could just reboot it with James Gunn, you know, like Suicide Squad. But they'll, and then they'll, they'll cast Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, yeah. Gendo, Ray Fisher. All, all of these, uh, all these actors will just be in the next one too. But it, it won't be, it won't be a sequel. It'll be a reboot. Which maybe that's what they're going to do with, with the Flashpoint movie because they, he's just going to reset the timeline and make it like the Justice League never happened. Wow. That's a lot of work to just reset your timeline. I'm just saying. If they don't, if they don't do that movie well, I'm going to be pissed because it's my favorite animated movie of all time. Flashpoint Paradox. Watch it. I mean, I Blow think you've got like a 30% chance that they do it well. Nope. <laughs> I think that's a high number. A high I said that's higher than I expected you to give, actually. <laughs> There's also a 30% chance that it'll rain tomorrow, but who really knows? I was talking to somebody about that today, about how I would hate to be a weatherman when your job is being wrong 60% of the time. And I was like, but then again, nobody's ever mad at you for it. So maybe, you know, they got something going for them. I mean, they're literally <laughs> trying to predict the future. So, yeah. Yeah, and they have to be better. It's easy down here in Florida. Guess what? You throw out a blanket statement. Hey, sometime between the hours of three and six, it's probably going to rain during the summertime here. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, you're right. It's, you were right. Good job, weatherman. I don't know what you're talking about. The weathermen in Florida are always right because they always say there's going to be a chance of thunderstorms. And then what do you know? <laughs> there's a thunderstorm. <laughs> Except on the one day there isn't. You're like, you lied, weather boy. Yeah, but even on that one day, there was still a chance. And there usually is rain somewhere. In Florida. <laughs> my my conspiracy theory is that they overpredict rain because nobody is ever disappointed when it's sunny instead of rains. Big time, definitely. And the weirdest thing about this, though, too, is that like they can predict the rain down here, and I can have sunshine in my house, and then I can look like a mile over and just see this giant rain cloud just downpouring because you know Florida has the most isolated weather there is until we have a hurricane, and then nobody's isolated from anything. <laughs> but yeah so dc may not have quality content but they currently have the entertainment world attention with uh everything they're putting out and they well, did a good job nothing with their coming out <laughs> i mean not like in the near future but yeah, just, yeah 2021 baby it's gonna be there it's gonna be there shazam 2 is coming out in 2022 i looked that up while we were talking 
Sure, well, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bat the Batman is coming out in question mark zero question mark one. So <laughs> yes, could be twenty twenty one. Could be thirty fifty one. Could be. <laughs> It could be 1,000. It could have already came out like a 1,000 yeah. years ago for all we knew. Yeah. Twist. <laughs> this is where they're starting that multiverse stuff. And <laughs> uh, Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like I said, if they do the Flash movie there and they're trying to do the multiverse with time travel and stuff like that, Marvel literally had to build to that and explain time travel in that movie for like a good 40 minutes to get people to like be okay with it because we have such... Yeah, no, DC is going to give us, I can run super fast, and that lets me time travel. Like, that's what we're going to get. <laughs> but maybe they'll at least do, like, the standard standard time travel rules of, like, if you go back into the past, which it should, because that's how the Flashpoint Paradox works anyway. Like, he goes back, he changes the past, it affects the whole future. Like, he can't run into the alternate future and just go back to the same future with, like, the one thing he changed being different, which I think is a, the part that people in the Marvel, like, that's why Marvel had to spend so much time to explain it, because they were like, we can go back in time, and not change anything except changing things because then we're going to undo what we changed at the exact moment we changed it and it's going to all go back to normal and you're like you said a lot of things that were confusing i think it makes (laughs) sense i trust you go for it marvel (laughs) and so that's how that worked but i think i think dc if they're smart will stick more to like the back to the future model no interacting with like with the past self kind of stuff but we'll see DC might try to invent their own version of time travel. Of the Flash doesn't have to run super fast; he just has to think about it or something, and he can change. It. Actually, when he runs super slow, <laughs> that's when time passes through him. Then instead, because he's going so slow. Uh, but overall, I think I thought it was a I thought it was a pretty good event. Event, like I said, the biggest one I was concerned about, and I think a lot of people were, was the Batman and early early returns point to a. Uh, a satisfactory film so only time will tell though uh unlike marvel there is no in dc we trust it's uh it's prove it prove it first and then we'll believe you (laughs) (laughs) but cool uh we appreciate y'all tuning in today uh love to hear from you on the social media platforms what was your favorite part of the dc reveal do you even care about any of the things that are coming from dc uh we understand if you don't because you know they've broken your hearts plenty of times um that's not true i care about the batman now i see you guys will both go you guys were both just saying you'd seen it like collectively like 30 times together the trailer so (laughs) yeah it doesn't mean i mean i'm gonna see the batman and i'm gonna see shazam too when it comes out you know and you'll see wonder woman 84 i don't know about that yes you will ever you like that's that's the thing everybody keeps saying they hate dc and they're not gonna go see another movie they keep making millions we just want them to redeem yourself redeem themselves to be fair, it's my job to go see them. So that's you know. true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we would love to hear from you what your takeaways were on the trailers, on the uh, reveals that DC gave us, any of the any of the news that they they set out. If you haven't already, make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, and until next time, enjoy your streaming.